This is the Value Investor Podcast with Tracy Reinick. All things value, all the time. Welcome back, value investors. Is our time about to come? Is value going to come back into favor now that volatility has picked back up? I don't know. It's looking like it might be. So there's been a small correction in the stock market, and I don't really want to mess around a lot on this week's episode. I want to just get to stock picks, basically. But um, I took a look at the some of the small cap value ETFs, which gives us an idea about how the small caps in the value area are doing so far this year. And I looked at the Vanguard small cap value ETF, and that ticker is VBR. I own this one in my personal portfolio, but it's one of the wider, bigger ones. It owns over 800 stocks right now, um, and they have an average market cap of $3.8 billion. So there are some mid caps in there, too. There has to be because there's really not 800 small cap value stocks. There's probably some growth in there, too, but that's okay. But that one is down 3.5% year to date. And then I took a look at the iShares S&P Small Cap 600 Value ETF. And this has about half the number of holdings, 452 holdings. And that ticker is IJS. And it's also down year-to-date, down 3.8. So anywhere from 3 to 4% down for the small cap value stocks right now. And many are down much more dramatically, obviously. Um, so the small cap value continues to underperform because the big caps are doing better than this, even with this small correction. Some of those are flat to up slightly on the year now. Um, but historically, as you know, the small cap value is the best performing area of the market, better than those big caps and better than growth. But that hasn't been the case the last couple of years. So maybe the tide is about to turn against the big caps. And it could be our time, especially in these small cap value stocks. And eventually it will. It will turn, of course. But um, it's looking a little interesting right now. So I wanted to look at the small cap value stocks because I did know that they're weaker. And this seems like a buying opportunity, like they've gone on sale and I can get them a little cheaper. And you can also always go and buy the indexes as I I already own the one, as I said. You can easily buy the small cap value or even just small cap indexes to get exposure. And that is easy to do and diverse. Um, well, it gives you some diversity in your portfolio. But I know you all love the stock picks, so I wanted to give you those instead. Now, I ran a screen looking for stocks with a rank of one or two, of course. I usually start with the one or two, unless I think it's going to be too narrow, and then I have to go to those number threes, which are holds. But I stuck with ones or twos, which are the strong buys and the buys this time. And then I used the price to sales instead of the PE. So I went with price to sales under one, which is a value metric. And I did that because I, I thought if I use PE, I might get too many of those small cap community banks in there. So I want to kind of exclude them. And then I looked for market cap under $1.5 billion. The cutoff for smalls is usually, well, it's between 1 and maybe 1.2. Some people go up to the 1.5 and then some even go up to $2 billion. But I decided to just try for 1.5 and see if I got enough stocks in there with these qualifications. And I did. I got 48 companies with these narrow requirements, which isn't too bad. That was more than I thought I might get. 
And by using that price to sales, like I said, I did get a few banks, but I got a, a bunch of retailers in there with that low price to sales. So I'm going to have at least one or two of those in um, the five stocks that I'm about to give you. So so let's just dive right in. Like I said, uh, on these times when we get stocks on sale, we might as well just go right for the stock picks, right? Yes, that's what I think too. So the first stock is called, um, well, and I caveat this by saying, yes, once again, I might not pronounce these correctly because they are small caps that are are not really talked about much out there by anyone who's you know not an investor or or paying attention to some of their stories. So if I get the name wrong, yes, you can tweet at me that I'm calling it wrong. But the first stock is Calaris. I think that's how you pronounce it. Its ticker is CAL and it is a footwear company. So they are in the retail side. They operate 1,200 retail stores. They have e-commerce. They sell their brands in major department stores. You would know the brands. So I list out some of them here. Um, Sam Edelman, Franco Sarto, Vince, Viaspigia, Diane von Furstenberg for the shoes, Naturalizer is one of their stores, Dr. Scholl's, Lifestride, and then my personal favorite, Beezy's. If you haven't tried those, check those out. They're kind of like a sneaker sandal, and you can wash them in the in the washing machine, <laughs> and they come out perfectly. So Beezy's, those sold out last year. I tried to buy some, and I waited a little too long. I waited until like into May, and they were sold out in like all the sites, even on Zappos. So there you go. So Calaris, they haven't reported yet. They're reporting in March. PE is just 11, so real cheap. Their price to sales, which is what we screen for, is just 0.4. These shares are down 14% year to date, so you can see they're even a little more on sale. But the estimates are up for this fiscal year in the last even 30 days, and earnings expected to be up 19%. So footwear is usually pretty popular, especially if the economy is doing well. It's an easy way to upgrade your wardrobe or your look without spending a lot of money normally. So footwear, and that's Calera, C-A-L. Okay, moving on, I'm doing another retailer, and that is J. Jill. This is on women's casual apparel and accessories is how I would describe it. It is in the shopping malls, so people um, did get nervous about it more recently. It just went IPO a year or two ago, so it's fairly new. It has a market cap of just $350 million, so this is a real small guy. But its PE is just 9.4 now. Its price to sales is 0.5. And uh, fiscal 2018, earnings expected to be up 8.8. .8. Fiscal 2019, 15.4. And those estimates for for this coming fiscal year are have been moving up in just the last week. Now, they haven't reported yet either. They're reporting in late March. So I think that'll be their holiday quarter, it should be. But this stock is actually up now year to date. It sold off big after its last earnings report when it didn't give that great of numbers. And now it is up off those lows, but it is trading under $10. I know you like those ones too. This is a classic value play all the way around with that PE of nine, the price of sales of 0.5, and it has a peg of 0.6. So all the classic value characteristics here. If you're interested in the retail side, this might be one you might want to check out. Okay. And then we have... A company on the, let's just say, I would call it manufacturing side, and it's called Kemet Corporation or Kamei. 
I don't know if they pronounce it the French way. Maybe they do. K-E-M-E-T. And the ticker is K-E-M. So that's easy to remember. And they supply electronic components globally. They have a market cap of almost a billion, 983 million. So they're not real small, but still a small cap. And they're seeing big growth. They're expected to see fiscal 2018, 253% earnings growth. And then fiscal 2019, 11% again. They just reported it was a real good quarter. So these shares are up 15% year to date. But look at these value characteristics still. The PE is at 11. Price to sales is at 0.9. I really like the industrial sector in all the cap levels. So small, mediums, and the bigs. And these have been undervalued for a while. And I think the stock market is starting to wake up that as the global economy gets better. A lot of these uh, industrial side and manufacturing companies are also doing much, much better. So that stock ticker again is Comet, K-E-M. And then we're switching back over to the retail side, but this is on the furniture side. And I'm not sure I've talked about this company in the past, Haverty Furniture. They're pretty small, uh, $454 market cap, but they have 100 showrooms in 16 states. So on the furniture side, so if you live in one of those states, you probably know of Haverty. Have you seen the commercials? They were founded in 1885, so they've been around a long time. They've weathered these ups and downs. It's a little rocky right here. Uh, furniture is a real challenging area, and you have some big names on that competing in there with Ethan Allen, um, you know, Williams and Sonoma's West Elm. You have Crate and Barrel. You have uh, Restoration Hardware, all these brands all in there competing. Plus, you have online sellers now, and um, that's competition too. But um, they're pretty cheap. PE is at 14.6. Price to sales again, which we screened for, is at 0.5. They are expected to see a decline in 2017's earnings of 10.8%, and then a rebound in 2018 up 26%. Sorry, They haven't reported yet either. Reporting on February 20th. Uh, shares are down 6.6% year-to-date, so um, people were not liking... The pre-announcement that they did on same-store sales for this quarter. So same-store sales down 3.5%. And they saw some weakness around the Thanksgiving period, like the week before, the week after, which isn't good. Economy's doing real well. You should be selling furniture here, especially with the hot housing market. So this one, um, you might want to tune in and see what else they say on February 20th. Uh, Their tax rate is going to fall pretty substantially. That's going to help in 2018. So they were at 35%, and they're going to see 24 to 26, they said, in 2018. So that'll also push up those earnings. But um, if you're interested in the furniture side, and if these shares continue to slide a bit and get cheaper, you might want to check it out. Ticker is HVT. And then our fifth stock is one I've talked about in the past, but they just reported and it was an outstanding quarter. So this is on Home Builders again, MI Homes, ticker MHO. Yeah, um, they're small. They're one of the small guys, 866 million market cap. Um, Their average sales price this last quarter was a record high. Actually, this might have been for the year. Record high for the year, $393,000 is their average sale price now. They um, do the first-time buyer move-up luxury empty nesters, and they're in a bunch of states, mostly, though, in the Midwest and the South and the Southeast. 
they um, saw their highest year-end backlog in 10 years. It's almost $800 million, so $791 million on the backlog. They um, saw record revenue in the fourth quarter up 19%, and their homes delivered were up 12% to the highest also in 10 years. Their new contracts over last year in 2017 was a record high of 5,299 contracts. That was up 11%. So you can see what I'm saying. It's record after record after record. Um, but these shares are down. They're down 9.4% now year to date. And I saw an article on Bloomberg that said the pullback in the entire home builder sector is the largest in 10 years, um, at least 10 years. So that's pretty dramatic. So everybody's just fleeing them, basically. I know I fled one in the value investor. We had a huge gain in it from last year. So I fled it. But now these stocks are still cheap. Maybe time to look around. MI Homes PE is just 7.5. Price to sales is 0.4. Earnings expected to jump 45.5% in 2018. And just to give you an idea, they made $2.88 in 2017, expected to make $4.19 in 2018. So pretty dramatic jumps there. And um, home builders, yeah, they've sold off, could be a buying opportunity. Now, remember, these small caps are more volatile. As you can see, just from my discussion of these five stocks, some are up up big, a couple are down real big. They were up big. Now they've sold off. Like, it's pretty crazy. You have to have a stronger stomach to do these small caps, which is why some people do like to buy the ETFs because they don't move quite as much as the individual shares. But you don't get as much upside either. Um and also, remember, you, you should be doing your homework on these small caps. There is less information out there. Even on Zax.com, there's less information. So take MI Homes, which I just talked about. We only have one analyst estimate for that company, even though they just had a record year, things are booming, um, looks real good, but no one on the street is really paying any attention to the small cap. And that's why it's possible to find some hidden gems with these smaller companies. But um, you got to sort through all the noise and you have to find them. That's why I do recommend using the Zach's rank to narrow the small cap list. Look for those ones and twos. That usually means the rising earnings estimates. Use the rank to narrow down the list. Um, even on the ones that we do cover, it's a lot of stocks for the small caps. And so narrow it down using that. And then you can add in if you want the value fundamentals or the growth or whatever else you're looking for. But use the rank to get the ones with the rising earnings estimates right off the bat. And that'll separate the wheat from the chaff. And then, you know, you can go from there. Could these stocks get even cheaper? Of course they could. We don't know if this mini correction is over. If we're going to continue to see further downside, Um, if they get cheaper, obviously we'll like them even more. But as you can see from all the data I just gave you, all of these are pretty much classic value stocks. And I didn't even search for the PEs. I did just the price to sales. And, um, you know, all of them had PEs under what I look for, which is 15. So that's a good combination right there. Um, But yeah, check them out. Let's recap what those tickers are again. So we had Calaris, which is C-A-L, J-Jill, which is Jill, J-I-L-L, Comet, which is K-E-M, Haverty Furniture, H-V-T, 
MI Homes, MHO, and there's others. Um, I, you know, found 48 on this list and these are just five. So definitely be on the lookout out there. This is our chance. If we're value investors to get something on sale, a little cheaper here. Uh, I'm still a believer that we're in a secular bull market most likely. So I'm still looking to buy and any pullbacks here. Um, and of course, we'll be searching for the value stocks every week here on the Value Investor Podcast. And if you'd like to get the updates on the podcast, be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts on our standalone show over there. You can find us under the Value Investor Podcast and also on SoundCloud where we're combined with the Market Edge podcast there. So if you're searching on SoundCloud, search for the Market Edge and you'll get both of the shows over there. But of course, uh, be like I said, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And I'll be back again next week with more value stocks.